and welcome to Faith FM. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM with Mon and Tara. Yes, you are. Graciously filling in for Lyle, who is trapezing around the globe. Nah, he's stuck in America. Yeah. Stuck there. <laughs> Not for Poor too much thing. longer. He'll be unstuck in like a week or so. That'll be nice. Yeah. But P.S. Dear listener, just to let you know straight off from the get-go, this is the delayed broadcast introduction which means if you want to jump across the live show, no worries. Just go to faithfm.com.au, which is our website, and press play on the live stream. Or they can download an app. Yes. Too easy. Tune, tune in, right? Tune in. Wonderful app. Um, search for Faith FM Australia when you get that app on your phone uh, or your device. And you can just, once again, just press play. Download the free version, of course. You don't have to spend money on that no. thing. No. Yeah. And it's great because you can jump across the live program and you can listen to us live on the actual day that it is, whatever day it is, because we don't know. Today's the 19th of June. It's a Tuesday. You might be listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday or three months down the track you yeah. just never know but of course once you're on the live show you can like get the prize for the quiz you can get the free giveaway at the end of the show you can just join in and you know have your say get That's your it. two cents in today when we talk about soccer and sport and all kinds of stuff and you can chime in if you want yeah it's, yeah fun yeah. times yeah indeed mm. we do have a great program coming up yeah today. we do but mon what are you grateful for this morning i am great well yeah, no, I'm definitely grateful for, for watermelon. Watermelon is my all-time favorite food. Really? Absolutely love it. When I actually, when I was 11 years old, I wrote an ode to watermelon, <laughs> and my teacher thought oh, it was wow. so great. She published it in the school paper. Oh, yeah, it was the first how time I got cute. published. My ode to watermelon. And uh, this morning, I got up and I drank not just one, but one and a half, or maybe two, <laughs> really big cups of watermelon juice. Oh, I thought you meant like you literally juice like two whole watermelons. Oh, drunk are it. you kidding me? I was like, how much is are that? Are you kidding me? No way. Okay. You only need like about a, like maybe two slices of watermelon okay. to make a whole cup of juice oh that's so juicing enough. two entire watermelons yeah. i would be in hospital right now because i could not contain that much yeah. fluid at one time that's fair but uh, i do feel a bit bloated because i did overdo it but what are you grateful for i am grateful for friends mon amen my friends are really cool and i love them so much and yeah. they came over to my house last night and had a games night and it was a lot of fun yeah but you know, it also meant that my one of my friends is going away for three months so i Aww. won't see them for a while but that's okay friends are a blessing from god yeah we really are and this is one of the best things about the christian walk is that god you know he provided a church which is like a community where you that's can it. go and you can get new friends new family that's it. you know he takes care of every aspect mm-hmm. of your life including your social and jesus is our best friend too Amen. so Amen. friends all around hey yeah love them there's no losing when you become a christian that's it you know when i became a christian i did lose a bunch of friends who didn't want to be part of me mm. but you know what the lord blessed me with even better friends and you'll be blessed by today's program. Stay tuned. Good man, and the Lord unto him came. 
Welcome back, and I hope you're having a wonderful morning. Tuesday the 19th of June, of course. If you're listening, it's not Tuesday the 19th of June. It's because you're listening to the late broadcast. But hey, don't stress. Just jump over to the live show. You know how to do it. We just told you how. Well, actually, if you listen to the live show, you didn't hear any of that. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back. We are going to hit up the weather. But yes. I'm pretty sure I know what exactly what the weather is because I had to... Raining, 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 yeah. raining, raining, <laughs> raining, 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 raining. I was going to walk to work this morning and then it was raining so much and I was like, do you know what? Let me bum a lift off my house. Yeah. Apparently there's not a uh, like clear day until Thursday or something. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, there goes my but laundry plans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, weather. Let's hear it. So, Sydney, it is currently 10 degrees to the top of 16 today and showers. Melbourne, it is currently 3 degrees to the top of 15 today and mostly sunny. Brisbane, 9 degrees, top of 20 today and sunny. Perth is 8 degrees, top of 19 today and showers. Adelaide is 7 degrees, top of 13 and cloud increasing. Hobart is sitting at 5 degrees with a top of 11 today and mostly sunny. Canberra is 6 degrees at the moment and top of 13 today, partly cloudy. Darwin is sitting at 20 22 degrees right now and is the top of 32 later today and sunny and Newcastle, good old Newcastle, sitting at 11 degrees at the moment with a top of 15 <laughs> and showers. <laughs> yes. Yes, def- definitely showering today. I can definitely tell you that much. Definitely showers. No so, joke. yeah, if we look out the window right now, there's showers, showers, showers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not hard to no. look out the window. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, as we were saying, we do have our quiz clue already on Insta. So, if you want to check that out, jump across. Faith FM Live is our handle. Why don't you take it away, Terry? I will. Okay, so this is a Who Am I, which is good to get back to the people because we've been doing objects lately. So, people it is. Okay, number one, the clue is I was given the name Zaphanath Penea. That's a pretty interesting name. So, if you know that name. It's a hyphen name. It is a hyphen name, yeah. Yeah, and it's. Yeah, a random. Is it like is it like their original name or was it a name that their foreign country gave to them or something? Because, you know, you have... Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the foreign country. Okay, okay, okay. Because sometimes they move to a different... Like, Bible characters move yeah. to a different country and they give them, like, a local name. Yeah, that's it. They it's, take local names quite often. So, that's their local name of... That's eh, that's another clue. Not their birth name. Yeah, 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 P.S. Yeah. Yeah, P.S. Just, Mon's clue of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Extra, extra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Are you following the World Cup? Oh, I mean, I'm really not. But so many news stories have come up on my Facebook and Instagram and all of that sort of stuff that, I mean, I can't help but have a little look-see and a little read and laugh. 
because there have been so many funny news stories out of this. So I want to share some funny news stories this morning, Mon. Is that okay? Can we do some funny ones instead of just good news stories? Sure. I love a funny news story. Well, the first one that I want to talk about is South Korea's team swapped their jerseys around to confuse the Swedes. (laughs) So get this, right? The good old... uh, Swedish coach decided uh-huh. to go and spy on the South Koreans as they were practicing, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because, you know, he wanted to get all of the latest information yeah, yeah. about how all of their strats and like what which, they're going to do. Which players are good at yeah, which pl- what. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he was there posing as a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they found out that he was a tourist, right? Get this. He went to like a house that was like near the, the football field and s- like convinced the people there to allow him to set up video cameras Are you kidding to me? video the South Korean team and like, like analyze their strategies and everything. Uh-huh. I was like, what is this dude doing? Like that is cheating to the utmost. Is like, well, I mean, like, you're usually supposed to study your opponent. You you are, but I mean, I feel like creepy, setting though. up video cameras yeah. is, a, is going a little <laughs> far. Especially without the permission. Yeah, exactly. That's right. So what they did, what the South Koreans did, is they swapped around their jerseys on the actual day. <laughs> <laughs> so what the, um, the South Korean uh, coach says, we switched them around because we didn't want to show our opponents everything and try and confuse them. Um, they might know a few of our players, but it's very difficult for Westerners to distinguish between Asians. <laughs> That's what the coach said. (laughs) And so their strategy was to switch around the... So funny. It's so non-PC. I know. It's so hilarious. You know, like, I mean, the the Swedish people didn't... I don't think they did the right thing by setting up video cameras in a house overlooking the field. But then the South Koreans went and... Played them. They played them. They did. But it was funny because it's... Um, I love that they use that strategy that the I um, know. Westerners can't tell the difference between Asian faces anyway. Uh-huh. Just, I love that they played on that. That is so, so funny. Uh, yeah. Hats Unfortunately, it didn't go too well oh, for them because no. the Swedes did win. Oh, no. Yeah. So... I'm kind of cheering for the South Koreans yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, like, they don't get out straight away, right? If they lose one game, like, they have to lose like three games to be out of the competition overall. Oh, okay. Right yeah. Right. So they're still, they're still in. in. They're still in with a yeah, chance. They're okay, still in yeah. with a chance. So, um, yeah. So that was, I thought that was a hilarious yeah, that's really little, a little uh, story for us to kickstart our day of the World Cup information. The second one that I want to talk about is um, Mexico City, right? Mm-hmm. So the Mexicans were um, playing... Um, oh, who were they playing? I forget. Oh, Germany. So they were playing Germany uh-huh. the other day um, in Russia, obviously. And the people back home in Mexico were watching the game as loyal fans and supporters do. And so they were they were watching the game in the middle of Mexico City. And as the um, their teammate scored the one and only goal in the game because mm-hmm. no one else scored. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, yeah. Sorry yeah, if on, you haven't on. seen it. <laughs> um, now. They they ended up winning, right? But at the time that their um, teammate 
like scored the goal, they jumped up and down so much. The fans in Mexico were jumping up and down and celebrating so hard that they set off two earthquake sensors in the capital. <laughs> two of them. <laughs> that the like <laughs> That they had to write like artificial earthquake. Artificial earthquake. <laughs> it wasn't a natural phenomenon. Because the Mexicans were jumping the, up and down for joy. Yeah, that's it. Oh, that oh, is so happy. I it was it. so funny. Yeah. So I, I, I'm so I'm so I'm so proud of Mexico for doing that. <laughs> same. So am I. Shelter texted me and she's like, maybe that's how the earth will quake when Jesus comes. And the people will be so happy that <laughs> they'll he's be back. so happy that he's back that they'll all be jumping up and down. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Does that cause the mountains to fall as well? Or yeah. <laughs> a joyful quake. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So you know, there's so much going on with the World Cup, Mon. Yeah. Hey, do you follow it? Uh, do you know do you know what? I actually um I had to restrain myself because, you know, uh, about eight years ago when I was watching the World Cup then, I just I was staying up late, I was getting so into it, my emotions were just being I almost threw a TV off a balcony. What? Um there was a, a very infamous match uh with um um Oh, I've forgotten who. Of oh, France versus uh, Italy, and the Italians were just cheating left and right. It was oh, the really? one where Zinedine Zahini was his last ever match. Okay, and I just remember being so upset, and then thinking, do you know what? This is not worth me getting this riled yeah. up about because it's not it's not particularly real. I mean, sure, it's real happening somewhere else in the country, yeah. but it's not real life to me. That's right. It's and not so affecting your I, life. Yeah, I, yeah. I, can, I can get obsessed about it, so I really have to pare it back. So now, nowadays, I only allow myself to watch maybe the, the last two matches uh-huh. and then only if I'm necessarily interested. Like last last World Cup, I did watch because it was Germany uh-huh. and we won and, you know, I'm Aww. German. And, hey! Yay. And the next day I wore the German flag to work as a cape. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am interested to know uh, Christian's opinions about yeah. sport because, you know, we can get obsessed about it. But is it really necessary? Is it a waste of time? Is it a waste of money? Mm. What does God think about how our competitive should sport? we get? Yeah. Mm. What, com- you know, competitiveness, is it, you know, is it all that good? Is it all that yeah. bad? I'm actually really interested. Um, if anyone has an opinion about this, if you think we shouldn't be talking about this much sport on a Christian radio channel, um, give us a call. Maybe you think sport is fine it's something that you know god created us to be Mm. moving you know healthy able bodies and we should be aiming as much as we can for you know greatness yeah Uh, give us a call tell us you know i'd love to i'd love to start a conversation about um sport and christianity and how it all fits together yeah that's it yeah give us a call 1-800-FAITH-FM 1-800-324-843 maybe you're even an athlete and you have an opinion about this so Mm. yeah because sometimes i wonder you know if you 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 dedicate your life to sport is that really yeah is it a waste of time or is it good so yeah anyway interesting topic this time we really are going to listen to ron and patty i did announce the wrong song last time oops (laughs) (laughs) give me a shepherd of israel thou that leadest joseph like a flock Thou that dwellest between the cherubim Shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh Stir up thy strength and come and save us Turn us again Shine. 
that leadest Joseph like a flock. Thou that dwellest between the cherubim, shine forth before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh. Stir up thy strength and come and save us. And welcome back to Faith FM. You're here with Taryn and Mon. So we have done the first clue already today. It is a who am I question. And remember that the first two clues before we even said anything on the radio were up on our Instagram. So go check that one out too. But the second clue that I have for us this morning, the first one was I was given the name Zaphanath Pene, Pene, something like that. These words are incredibly hard to pronounce. So that was the first clue. The second clue is my wife's name is Asenath. So if you think you know who that is, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Send us a text on 0491-064-669 and let us know what you think the answer to that one is. It's just a, a bunch of weird names so far. So many weird names. Yeah, yeah. Actually, do you know what? On the Instagram, we have written those weird names down. So if you want Ooh. to like see how they're spelled and then maybe, I don't know, Google mm. them. <laughs> no. It's funny. The next two clues as well are weird names. Weird names. Oh, goodness. Mm. My, okay. We we'll have to put them all up on our, on our Insta, <laughs> on our socials. Uh, welcome back to the show. Of course, we are now doing the current news event. And uh, Taryn, um, sad news coming out of Japan. They've been once again hit by a very strong earthquake oh, no. um, in a, the city of Osaka, which was actually during rush hour. Um, on Monday morning and it killed at least three people um, oh. and so far injured 214. Wow. Um, but they're still searching for survivors and working their way through the debris. Um, so it was a 5.3 f- uh, magnitude quake. Um, it, uh, Osaka is on uh, Japan's main uh, Honshu Island. Uh-huh. It's about 8 a.m. And um, yeah, so it's, I mean, they're saying that it was like in between 5.3 and 5.9. And oh, um yeah. Which it basically means I know that when we hear about these numbers, we don't necessarily know what we you know, understand. Yeah, but it means the shaking uh, would have been severe enough to make it difficult to remain standing. Oh wow! Yeah, which is quite severe uh-huh. because you know we have pretty good balance. We're just like you yeah, know, um, you know, wheel your feet around, you're fine. Um, but you know, lots of sinkholes have opened in roads, mm, cracks. Of course, um, the devastation is just enormous. There was a nine year old girl that was um, you know trapped in a in a, a damaged wall. Um, by swimming pool at her school, and unfortunately, she um, she just passed away. Oh, so actually, there's a lot of elderly people. So it's it's often it's often the elderly people and the kids who yeah. get affected by these things. But we we definitely need to remember, um, you know what the, what this is all about. We have to look at Matthew twenty four. Yeah, um, you know Matthew twenty four is is a book we often it's a chapter we often turn to when we do this new segment, um, simply because there's just so much of it nowadays. Yeah. Matthew twenty four is 
is um, the signs of the times chapter of the Bible, basically. And it tells about all the different signs that are going to happen at the end times. And it, it foretells all, you know, the disasters and the wars and the mm. rumors of wars and, you know, and people's hearts growing cold and, and this kind of stuff. And so when we look at the news and it's so disheartening, be heartened that mm. Jesus said all Jesus this has is, to happen yeah. and that Jesus is right around He's the coming. corner. Yeah, He's coming. That's it. So that, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you feel almost guilty sometimes about taking hope um, and and joy from mm. all of these bad things that are coming. Yeah. And we're definitely not um, joyful over the suffering that it's no, caused. No, not at all. Not at all. But we are... It's like a silver lining. It is. Yeah, for. that's yeah. right. It's mm-hmm. like in all of this bad things that are going on, you know, we've got to keep hope somehow. Yeah. And otherwise you would lose all hope and there yeah. would be nothing to live for because... The world is just turning, you know, you just see so many more Mm. bad things happening. There's a mess, yeah. It it also gives um, an element of understanding to the situation because often confusion and not knowing and not understanding that's right creates like a like a a hopelessness. Mm -hmm. Uh, But knowing that these things are all, you know, they all have to happen, Mm. um, you know, it it really really helps your walk along, Mm. you know, your your, your Christian walk, your, your walk through life. And, uh, and it also serves to, as a reminder. These yeah. are warnings. You know, we need to be ready. Are you ready? You know, check yourself. Yeah. You know, check your walk with God. Are you ready? Because, you know, this stuff is happening um, everywhere faster and faster and faster. If you look at, like, how many earthquakes, um, if you look at like, earthquakes throughout history, mm. you know, there was, like, one every blue moon. Mm. And now they're happening. All they're, the time. they're bigger and they're happening faster. Mm. I feel like it was just the other year when Japan had, you know, a massive earthquake. Mm. And, uh, and now they just keep being hit by them. So... Mm. Uh, definitely keep in prayer uh, the Japanese people, um, the city of Osaka, and uh, and the um, the, st- the devastation that continues. You know they have buildings of catching on fire now, and there's, oh, of course, um, yeah, there's uh, you know roads that have severe damage, and water pipes are burst, there's water flowing through the streets, and this kind of thing. So there's often often you know the, the cleanup, yeah, is just like almost more devastating than yeah, the earthquake. That's it. Did they need any? aid or help from other countries or um, they seem to be all right? Yeah, I, have, I haven't read anything about that, but um, I'm sure if you Googled it, there'd be a fund where you can where you can um, donate. Yeah. Um, surprisingly enough, th- there was also a earthquake in Guatemala. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, about 8.30 p.m. on Sunday. Um, and they're wondering if it's sort of like connected because both Japan and Guatemala are situated on the what's called the Ring of Fire. Oh. Uh, which is an area of intense um, size, seismic, seismic and yeah. volcanic activity on both sides of the uh, Pacific Ocean. Includes uh, New Zealand as well, which is why New Zealand is, is you know, quite, uh-huh. quite yeah. shaky. Yeah, it has a lot of thermal activity in New Zealand, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So the Ring of Fire, um, I used to think the Ring of Fire was like something that just was in New Zealand, but it includes New Zealand. It scoops up through, um, you know, uh, Asia, the Philippines, then it goes up across... Um, Japan skips the United States and then it comes down the um, down the the left hand side of of, uh, of of America North America mm. South America so like you know California those areas oh, yep, yep. Um, and then down down the left hand side of South America so you know Guatemala all those places as well uh-huh. Chile um, which is why we often hear about uh, earthquakes happening on this ring of fire yeah so yeah sad news uh, in terms of earthquakes um, but we also have some crazy news. Our politicians mm. are losing their minds. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, what are they? They're not losing their minds. That's it. So a liberal, the Liberal Party had a brunch meeting at a Arncliffe Cafe, Arncliffe being a, a suburb of Sydney. Uh-huh. And would you believe they broke out into a brawl? What? Yeah. No. Yeah. And it makes me wonder because often when you watch, you know, the, the Parliament the Parliament, yeah. um, show, not the show, mm. but the, the broadcast, you can see them all like sitting in their green leather chairs, yeah. you know, banging hammers yeah. and yelling at each other. And you just wonder... Yeah. If this wasn't like on TV and everyone's watching and it was such a proper environment, would they really just be sitting there? I feel like they'd be like across the uh-huh. room, at each other's throats, smacking each other uh-huh. around. Turns out when you have a meeting at a cafe, that's exactly what happens. That's when it all comes out, hey? Yeah. So one man was actually hospitalized. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, so it was. Wow. That they, they were saying it was a tragic internal poop fight brought about oh, yeah. by the pettiness of politics and i'm like isn't that all politics yeah <laughs> um no, i'm sure oh, some of it is fine that's police yeah. got called what yeah so it was uh Najee's cafe on firth street in arncliffe no um, way. an older woman was pushed to the ground apparently a oh. man in his 40s was taken to, to st john ambulance uh, sorry to st george hospital for yeah. treatment for minor injuries and uh and now the new south wales liberal party uh is working on issuing a statement which of course will condemn the behaviour, but uh, that's uh, that's, that's oh, that's terrible. That's disgusting. Those are our politicians, yeah. folks. You know, Those are people when who I was in the country. when I was in Year Ten, um, I was studying legal studies, right? And I went to school in Queensland, and so our teacher took us for an excursion up to Parliament House in Brisbane, mm-hmm. and um, I like he asked us to write like a little article afterwards, just as a little assignment, and then you know he took the um, ones that he found most interesting and sent them into the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I wrote this article on how I thought that the politics behave, like the politicians' behavior, was disgusting because yeah. they were always on their phones, they were like ignoring whatever the person up the front was talking about or mm-hmm. whoever was talking. They just completely ignore, and they were just being really rude yeah. and getting up and walking around. And I like anyway, I wrote an article on this saying that you know if I did this in class, I would be you know yeah. kicked out of school like uh-huh, that uh-huh. was how rude the behavior was and anyway the newspaper like and the radio and stuff called me up and got me to do an article oh, nice. on it as well yeah because it's disgusting like i yeah. feel like our politicians weren't just taught basic human respect Perfect. and mm-hmm. behavior like mm-hmm. it's terrible and so this this is an extreme example in case of that yeah. but it's happening all the time in parliament house mm-hmm. i mean there was there was actually a, a, a looker on a, a witness and he said that he thought the guy that was taken to hospital was going to die because they started <gasps> bashing him they they ganged up on him because no. uh, he had a different opinion or something and they took him outside and started kicking him and he was like i thought that guy was going to die wow um yeah, a, a lot of people apparently filmed the incident, but their phones were taken and smashed. Isn't that convenient? Oh, so convenient. Anyway, so much is happening in the world today. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to be back with a very interesting guest interview. Uh, but for now, this is Carly Fletcher with the song Nothing in This World. We hope you enjoy it. There's nothing in this world that can truly satisfy me like Jesus, Jesus' love, for His love is truly deeper.
welcome back. You are listening to the Faith FM Breakfast Show, 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM. You're here live with Mon and Taryn. Hey, Taryn. Yeah. Give us on the clue for that quiz. Okie dokie. So we have had some weird names this morning. And this one is another two weird names. Okay, so this is I am the father of Ephraim and Manasseh. Who Ooh, am I? Who that? Give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM is the number. 1-800-324-8. Hey, you can text if you want, 0491-064-669. And now we have our guest interview for the day. I'm so excited about our guest who is joining us on the phone from far, far away. Welcome to the program, Martin Raj. Thank you, Mon. Thank you, Taryn. Yeah, it's good to hear you. Uh, just I told everyone that you're far, far away. Can you tell exactly how far away you are? Where are you right now? I am in uh, northern New England, which is uh, in east, far east in the U.S. Maine is the name of the state in the United States. Okay, that was confusing for a second because you said New England and I'm like, you're in England? I thought you were in America. <laughs> but you are, of course, in the state of Maine uh, in, in America. Maine is like top right, isn't it? Like above New yes, York? right below Canada. Oh, that must be pretty oh. chilly. Although you're having summer right now, aren't you? Yes, today it has been in nineties. We don't know what that means because we work with Celsius, not is with that Fahrenheit. Twenties, like <laughs> maybe. I said it's around uh, thirty-five, thirty-seven. Oh, wow! Ooh, do you want to wow. swap, <laughs> uh, Martin? I'm so glad to be talking to you. Um, you have an incredible story, and I know it because I actually used to work with you a few years ago, and uh, here in Australia, and uh, which was quite a journey in and of itself for you to get here. But let's take it back. Let's dial it back. Let's tell everyone your story from the start. So you are in America, but I'm sure people can hear that you have an accent that's not necessarily American. So tell us a little bit. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? All right, I am originally from southern part of India. Uh, the name of the city is Chennai, and the name of the state is Tamil Nadu. Uh huh. And uh, and I moved to the U.S. in 2014. Now I remember something crazy you told me when we were working together. You told me you moved to the you moved to the U.S. and you had to do it in secret mm-hmm. because you were actually scared that people were going to try and kill you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was uh, mainly because of uh, some issues in terms of uh, belief system mm-hmm. and uh, was not able to really tell everyone that I was moving to the U.S. because if that had happened, then they would have stopped me from going to the airport in the first place and it would have been a big issue. So you said it was a belief system issue. Now, I'm guessing you growing up in India, you know, you were were you influenced by, you know, Hindu Hinduism and, and Sikhism and, and those kind of um, sort of more Eastern religions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. What 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 was your family like? Did your was, was your family Christian or did they were they um, you know, Hindus? Like tell us a little bit about that. All right, sure. Uh my mom's side, uh, they have been Christians, and uh, considering that, I would be a fourth-generation Christian. Mm-hmm. But uh, from my dad's side, uh, they were all Hindus, and uh, they were not even happy of uh, my dad getting married to my mom because they, them being Hindus and my mom being a Christian, they didn't want that to happen. So mm-hmm. uh, 
my dad's side did not uh, want that to happen and they were not happy about it. And that so must have been quite confusing for you as a kid. Uh, yeah, uh, but not, not at a huge amount because my mom raised us in a Christian setup. And by the time, uh, my dad also was a Christian. So it wasn't a big issue for me personally. So she, was, was your father won by your mother's witness? Uh, you could say it that way also, yes. Well, that's, that's, that's a rare and a, and a happy story right there in and of itself. So you grew up in a, in a relatively yeah. Christian home. Um, tell us, when, when did Christianity become real for you? And I also, by the way, I want to hear about your health story because you have an amazing um, weight loss story that goes along with your, with your testimony, and I'd like to hear both, to be honest. Okay. So um, in 93, uh, there was a, a evangelistic series that took place in Chennai. At that time, uh, they called it as Madras. And the uh, name of the evangelistic series was Mission Madras. It was headed by uh, Elder Dwight Nelson. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. my mom. Yeah. yeah so yeah. my mom and uh, my brother, they came into... Uh, the Adventism at that time. But I was just a small kid. So since they were into the church, I just followed them. I also got baptized in 96. But that wasn't my personal conversion. I didn't have uh, any experience with God personally. Mm -hmm. I just had a blind faith on Jesus. I know that Jesus is God. Jesus is taking care of me. And whatever I ask, he's there to uh, answer my prayer. That's it. But in 2012, uh, I was actually called to be a medical missionary worker in Kenya. So that is when uh, things started to uh, change. That is when I had my personal conversion. And that is when um, my physical conversion also started to change. Because I used to be uh, 120 kilos. And in pounds, it, it is 100, I'm sorry, 250 pounds almost. And mm-hmm. um, I did not have proper uh, lifestyle. I used to eat whatever I wanted to. And whenever I wanted to, I used to work in the night shift. So all these things were there. And I didn't know anything about the health message. So that, that was my lifestyle. And with uh, Christianity, as I told you, I did not have any personal conversion or anything. But... Um, towards uh, the latter half of 2011, I found out this school uh, uh, in Kenya were wanting students from India. So I was praying about it. I didn't know if I should go to this school to train and be a medical missionary or not. But uh, one night, Friday night in October, uh, I was on my way to work. I I, I used to work in night shift. So I had this impression uh, that God was talking to me, actually. God is asking me, Martin, if you're given two options, one, you want to be uh, approved in the school and be a medical missionary. Two, you will get promoted in your work. Which one would you choose? And I also uh, immediately also received an impression that I have to choose that I would go to Kenya to become a medical missionary. However, after that experience that night, the next day morning, Saturday morning, within the same shift hour, the, the clients tell that you have a meeting, uh, the whole team has a meeting, so you have to come and attend. So 
we go and in that meeting they were discussing different things and one of that was them telling martin will be promoted as group coordinator so it was very obvious that it was god's voice that spoke to me uh the night before and god wants me to be a medical missionary and i decided to uh, uh choose to go to kenya to become a medical missionary worker and i took steps according to that and um that's quite incredible i mean finally god took me you you're such it sounds like such an adventurous story you're in india in chennai you're being called to kenya you're now in america being called from australia <laughs> you seem like quite the world traveler there so you've gone to kenya yeah. um and you've attended a medical missionary school how long were you at this medical missionary school the the course was for 6 uh, months Mm-hmm. but uh my teacher wanted me to be there for one more month so that I can have a more experience in my hand mm-hmm. so basically i would say uh 7 months okay one and, month internship and this is where you you really got to know jesus you really met jesus and and you started to change not just inside but outside as well correct correct and- uh the lifestyle was totally different i became a vegan <laughs> for uh, yeah i became a vegan strict vegan and uh we had uh two meals i could have chosen to have uh the third meal but i wanted to have a healthy lifestyle so i i had only two meals per day and at last around um uh i would say around 50 50 pounds wow um uh, 30 or uh, 40 kilograms Okay. So how to lose 40 kilos? Go to Kenya, join a missionary school, go <laughs> vegan. <laughs> and yeah. you'll be set. And you can be. So after you finished your course in Kenya, you know, like what next? So I went back to India. Uh I uh started working in a seminary. I was a health teacher over there, uh going out to the community um bringing out the awareness of uh, the health message and because in india there was less people who less doctors who really had knowledge of what they were doing mm-hmm. so any issue i uh, came across those people thought or those people were told that they had ulcer any issue they had different issues yet the doctors told them that they had ulcer so they really needed some help uh in that community so uh me as a teacher i took my students with me uh reaching out to the community doing some natural remedies and so uh, i studied a little bit about the herbs that were there in that uh local area so that they could have it with them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that was the next step i was there for uh, one and a half years working in the uh community of, of, and then of, somehow of, you found yourself in uh in america in in was it georgia yeah. or virginia virginia and yeah. uh, what were you doing there so <laughs> this while i was in kenya my brother told me about this missionary school named heartland mm-hmm. heartland college in virginia so he told me after you finish your training in kenya maybe if god god wills if it is god's will you can go and study in virginia i said okay we will see but then after i went to india I really did not want to go and study more. <laughs> I wanted to be working for God. That's why I didn't want to go study and then do stuff. I wanted to just be in the ministry, be in the field. Mm. 
So in 2012, and uh, ending, I told me to try. I tried to apply to Heartland, but nothing really worked out. I did not have money. I did not have my documents. I did not even have a proper internet connection to apply for this college. <laughs> but then again, in the mid of 2013, my brother told me uh, uh, to apply to Heartland because he feels strongly impressed that this is where God wants me to go. So. Uh, at this time, when I started to apply, everything worked, including the internet. Everything worked out. I had the money, I had the documents, and the internet worked. Praise and, the Lord. Uh, yeah, definitely. Amen. And there was one small thing, though. Uh, we did not have any money to pay uh, to the school. So we did not know how it was going to happen. So what my brother told me was, we will put a fleece. We will send a letter to Heartland College saying that, if they, uh, it'll be nice if they would uh, give me 100% scholarship. And the fleece is that if they give me 100% scholarship, that will be God's sign wow. saying that, okay, it is a go for Martin to go and study. If they say only 50% can be approved, we will still say it is a no, because uh, in reality, I did not have even uh, to pay off the 50% of the fees. And uh, I sent in the application. I sent in a letter for MTF or the scholarship. And in uh, in a month's time, I received a response from them saying that the hundred percent scholarship was approved. Wow, that's incredible! Yes. So you've now you've now gotten across the US. You've done a course of study there, and um, and you graduated. And you actually did a bit, a bit uh, of your internship in Australia, which is where I met you at a health retreat. Now we only have a minute right. left, Martin. So tell us a little bit about what it is you're doing now, and how the Lord is using you and and your training and your ministry. Okay, so uh, as you said, I did my internship in Australia. I graduated last year, June second. And uh, since December 1st, 2017, I started working in this place called The Art Lifestyle Education Center. It is connected with the uh, cafe, a health food cafe. Mm-hmm. And uh, my current role is I interact with the customers who walk in. What I do is I talk to them about the health benefits of whatever they choose to eat. So I tell them if it is uh, high in uh, potassium, it is good for their vitamin E. And uh, soon people uh, people usually open up and ask uh, questions in regards to their health issues. And uh, I give them lifestyle uh, remedies. That is uh, how they could change their lifestyle. And I, I will provide them natural remedies, which they could go home and do the treatments out by themselves. That's so that exciting. I, I love the, that when you give your, your life and your heart to God, God will take yeah. you on a crazy adventure. He'll take you around the world. You know, following God is never boring. Being a Christian is one of the oh, mo- best things we can do. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Marty. We'll let you probably go to sleep over there now. <laughs> How deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all measure That He should give His only Son To make a wretch His treasure How great the pain of searing love The Father turns His face away 
as wounds which mar the chosen one. Bring many sons to glory. Behold the man upon a cross, my sin upon him. the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Hey, Mon. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in miracles? Look, if God can change my life, I think I definitely believe in miracles. Okay, so the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a difference in its community. Oh, yeah, how? Well, it's worshipping together, loving together, learning together, and above all, preparing for Jesus to return together. Ooh, that sounds good. When's all this happening? Bible studies start at 10 a.m., service at 11 a.m., and guess what that's followed by? Or is it this free lunch I keep hearing about? Absolutely. Well, please join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales. Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile. 